What would happen if we give everyone an invitation to the table, believing everybody has something to bring and every generation some wisdom to share? What would happen if the passionate people of God became known for building bridges, making connections where there were once divides? What would happen if the love of God sparks a movement, transforming our own lives, our relationships, our communities? Let's find out together. Welcome to Bridged, the podcast about connection. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Bridge Podcast. I'm Stacey Martin, your host. As you can tell, we are still not in the podcast studio. We are in my home. What used to be formally known as our dining room is now Martin Academy. And as you can see and probably hear if you're just listening, the students have skipped school and the administration is on a strike. So I don't know if that's what your home looks like, but that's how it's rolling here at the Martin House. Well, I'm really glad you're here. I'm excited for this week because this week we kick off a series where we are collaborating with our care and counseling department. You guys have heard me say it before that when we have one of our licensed professional counselors or therapists on, I feel like I get my own personal counseling session. Well, let me tell you guys, they have such good content they're sharing with us. So each week, we are going to include short little episodes uh, provided by our care and counseling department. They have filmed five to six minute pieces that really give um, great wisdom and help on the things that we're struggling with right now, whether it's anxiety and fear, grief and loss, parenting, marriage, guys, you name it. This stuff is so good. Well, this week, we are leaning into parenting. We're gonna be talking with Rebecca Woodman, who's our Director of Care and Counseling, and Maria Brady, who is a marriage and family therapist. And Rebecca's gonna talk with us about what does it look like to parent during this new reality? What does it look like to you know, share information with our kids. What's the right amount of information? What's the right kind of information to share with them? And then how do we reframe our own mindset around what parenting is supposed to look like during these times? And with Maria, we're gonna be talking about what does it look like to co-parent during these times? Especially for our divorced or separated families that are listening, we're gonna be talking about what does it look like to share those responsibilities in a time when things are stressful and you've got to juggle schedules and kids and and home transitions. So I hope you enjoy it. You know, I always say as being part of this bridged family is that one of the things we do with the content that we, we listen to each week is that we tuck it into our own hearts, right? But then we have a responsibility to share it with the world. So if you know of someone who is struggling and could really use the content uh, about specifically today's content about parenting, today is the day to share it with them. This is such good information. It's digestible, it's short, so they won't have to commit 45 minutes. Uh, They can commit 15 and be done with it, but really get an encouraging word about what parenting looks like in this time. I hope you enjoy the episode and we'll talk to you soon. Hey friends, my name is Rebecca Woodman and I have the privilege of serving as the Director of Pastoral Care and Counseling at Forest Hill Church. And I am coming at you truly COVID-19 style from the comfort of my own bedroom. But I want to talk to you for just a few minutes about parenting and this new reality that we find ourselves in and just some things that I have learned as a mom of four kids. I have a 13-year-old who's about to turn 14. She's going to have a corona birthday and um, an 11-year-old, a 9-year-old, and a 3-year-old. Um, so just some things that I've learned and then also some things that I would suggest to you clinically as a pastoral counselor and mental health professional. So the first thing is that your kids are going to have fears. They're going to have questions. Um, this is unprecedented, right? Like we've never experienced anything like this. And so that means that you're obviously your kids have never, 
And so one of the things that I would highly recommend is to answer their questions honestly and give them a much, as much information as you can within age appropriate limits. So one of the misconceptions that we live by as parents is that more information can create more anxiety. But the reality is that um, children do better and are less nervous and less anxious with more data. So for example, if you can tell them like, hey, here are some things that I'm reading or this is what I've heard or this is what the governor is saying, um, they're going to, their, their nervous level is going to decline as they feel like they're brought in the loop and they, they have, you know, as, as much, you know, as, as we know within those age appropriate limits. I remember when I was in eighth grade and my dad had a stroke and people were trying to keep the information from me and I knew that it wasn't good and I knew that something was wrong, but I was more anxious because I didn't feel like I was getting all of it. And they were doing that to protect me, which is what we do as parents, but actually more information is better. And then um, I also want to just pro like tell you and encourage you prioritize being a mom or being a dad over getting that blasted homeschooling done. I know it's a pain in the rear. Our school has said like, hey, if your kid can do two hours a day, that's awesome. But what I wanna tell you is this is precious time that you will never get back. We, I mean, well, God willing, we will never be in another pandemic, I hope. Um, but rather than looking at this time as like, gosh, this is such a burden or I hate this, like really take the time to be with your kids, play games. We've been playing a ton of Mexican train in our house and going for walks and bike rides and just want to encourage you prioritize parenting over schooling. And then also um, parents, I want to tell you that you need to um, balance and prioritize also your own care and your marriage and don't just let those kids just run the show. I know that's easier said than done and I'm probably failing at that. But just remember that you have needs and your marriage has needs too. And when we're cooking three meals a day or we're preparing three meals a day, cooking not so much in my house, um, it can just feel like you are just zapping yourself of everything that you personally need. So just be aware of that. And I'm encouraging you to, you know, also do what you need for you. And um, also to just think about your marriage. Think about date nights. You can do really simple things. Like last night, my husband um, seared up some ahi tuna, and we sat right here at this table in our bedroom and ate it, and our kids stayed in their bedrooms and, you know, probably watched Disney Plus or TikTok or something. I don't know. And so that, but that was a way that we prioritized our marriage and care for ourselves. And then also, you guys, um, you've got to extend a ton of grace to yourself right now. Like you, you can't expect yourself to get it all done. You can't expect for your house to stay clean. I have laughed so many times at that quote that you've probably seen on social media about cleaning your house with kids is like brushing your teeth while eating Oreos. Um, that's my life that I'm living right now and probably yours too. So just give yourself a ton of grace. And um, lastly, I just want to reinforce this idea that this is a special time and it may be an anxious time for you. Um, it may be a relaxed time for you, but it's special. And I genuinely believe that God is uprooting things in all of us right now and in us as moms and dads and as kids, but also hopefully replanting some things that we want to keep. 
And so parent on parents, as we always say, and just remember that your relationship with the Lord comes first and then your horizontal relationships with your family comes second. So what better time than COVID style? Love you guys. That information from Rebecca was so good for me to hear because I really have been struggling with this idea of balancing it all. How do I be a mom and a homeschool teacher, work full time, be a wife? And I love the freedom and the permission that she gave us to prioritize parenting first. Because you know, if I look at my own kids, Michael's eight and John is five, I'm never gonna get this time with them again. I mean, pretty soon before I blink, they're gonna be teenagers and I'm gonna be even less cool than I am now. And so I'm so thankful for that reminder that we can prioritize parenting and really lean in there. Um, now, about the information I share, now I've got one kid who wants all the information. He, like, if he could watch every press, press junket, he would. The other kid, he's just too worried that coronavirus is coming. But that's the age difference. I think that's what Rebecca's talking about when she talks about, you know, what's age appropriate and what can each kid can handle. Well, now we're going to be talking to Maria Brady. And Maria, like I said before, is a marriage and family therapist. And this is really great content for those of you who are divorced or separating or having to co-parent during this time. I think this information is so helpful. And I think she's really going to give you some good tips on what this looks like. One of her resources that she talks about, and I just have to uh, toot its horn as well, is Parenting with Love and Logic. This is a book that our care and counseling department has suggested for parents all over, whether you're co-parenting or not, it's an incredible book. So that's Parenting with Love and Logic. And now my friend, Maria Brady. Hi there, my name is Maria Brady and I'm a marriage and family therapist with Forest Hill Care and Counseling where we do clinical and pastoral counseling. Um, what I'm gonna to talk to you briefly about today is co-parenting. Um, this is um, something that can be hard to do even when COVID-19 is not happening. So please keep in mind that you will have to take into consideration all the additional um, limitations as well as additional emotions that are being triggered by what is going on in our world today. Um, so here are some things to keep in mind as you are um, co-parenting and wanting to do it effectively. First is that you are mom or dad to your child and make sure as the opposite parent that you encourage that relationship, um, that you speak respectfully and kindly of the other person, uh, that you do not put the other person down in front of your child. Um, that is still mom or dad to that child. So you wanna make sure that you respect and encourage that relationship. Um, there are times where that is not a good thing. Uh, that is not what we're talking about. So we're not talking about when, when the other parent has been abusive or neglectful. Um, we are not, we're not speaking about that at this point. And here are some other things to keep in mind. Before you make any large decision, big decision, getting a kid in a sport, um, taking a big trip, doing any of that sorts of things, make sure you consult with the other parent. Um, you don't want to um, surprise things um, on the other parent. You guys want to consult and make sure that you both are in agreement to what is best for that child. Um, and also just fun things, making sure that you're able to provide them effectively. Um, the second thing is making sure you provide consistency of schedule. This will bring stability and security to your child. And this is needed whether your child is five years old or 15 years old. Um, when we are managing a co-parenting relationship, that brings a lot of different factors um, into uh, a parenting situation, which will cause your child to feel a lot of different things. And that's okay, but we want to 
we want to bring stability and um, security to the degree that we can and a schedule uh, and consistency in that is something that we can do for our child. Um, and this may mean um, making sure that it's the same uh, cadence of switching. It, it means, hey, if um, we switch on Sunday nights, we always switch on Sunday nights. If there needs to be a change in schedule, which is inevitable at times, you want to make sure that you tell your child and give them advance notice, that you don't spring it on them. Um, give them time to prepare for that, um, whether that is enough time to pack their bag or just emotionally to catch up with the difference of schedule. Um, so keep that in mind. The last thing is to have parent check-ins. This is a time just for you um, and the other parent to sit down and um, the check-in is for the purpose of seeing like how is each child doing um, from a practical standpoint, from an emotional standpoint, from schooling, from sports, just really making sure that you both are aware and on the same page with what's going on. Um, if there are step parents, um, they probably should be included in this time if they are doing parenting. Uh, well, we'll do another talk specifically on um, the process of doing that with a, um, a step parent in the picture. So making sure that this time is also used if there are any conflicts or disagreements between the two of you. Um, this is the time to kind of resolve those things away from the kids um, and able to have the freedom to express and emote and walk through and process what's going on uh, between the two of you in regards to your adult relationship. So making sure you consult, you're consistent, um, you do parent check-ins and always be respectful of the other parent's relationship with the child. Um, I would also encourage you guys as parents um, to meditate on Ephesians 4, 25 to 27, 29, um, 32 through verse, or through chapter 5, verse 2. Um, this is just a, a time of, okay, reflecting on what the word says and how do we incorporate um, that into our parenting style. If there are things that you need additional resources on, feel free to reach out to our department. Um, a book we often refer to is Parenting with Loving Logic by Foster Klein and Jim Fay that is available on Amazon. Um, so please, uh, you know, you could do Audible, you could order it, that could be a good resource for you. There's a lot of other resources as well uh, from books to parenting coaches. So we are able to offer those to you um, as referrals. So, um, and again, please keep in mind, we are all managing um, so many more um, scheduling issues and emotions during this COVID-19. So keep that in mind. Um, thanks so much. Bye-bye. I'm so thankful for those words of wisdom from Maria. And you know, one thing I like about listening to Maria, her voice is so calm, isn't it? Doesn't she just like soothe you into, pl into a place where it just tells you it's going to be okay. It's just going to be okay. So parents, know that we are here for you. We are praying for you. Um, I'd like to pray for us now like we do in other episodes of the Bridge Podcast. If you know someone that could use some encouragement when it comes to parenting in this new reality, I hope that you'll share this episode with them. Each week, we will come back with new episodes. There'll be one on grief and loss, anxiety and fear, isolation, mindfulness. There's some good stuff. Information overload and technology boundaries. I mean, hello, how many Zoom calls have we all been on this week? So join us next week for this incredible information. Again, you can find us um, wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube. Father God, I want to thank you for this day. I want to thank you for uh, the sunshine when I look out the window right now and the new life that spring always brings. Father God, I know that you're doing a new thing here. 
Um, Father God, we know that, like our friends um, Gentry and Hadley Eddings have said, it's not over until it's good because you are good. So God, we know that you will take the situation and you will make something good out of it. Lord, I pray that um, during this time that we would see our families um, with your eyes and that we would see this time as precious. Father God, help us reframe our minds and our hearts to be focused on you first and then the special uh, privileged time it is to be able to be with the people we love. Father God, when there's conflict, when it's hard, God, help us to take a deep breath and remember that you are in control and God, that we will all, we will all get through this. Thank you for my friends, Rebecca and Maria and the wisdom they have shared. Father God, I ask for blessings on their family and I ask for blessings on each family that's listening today. It's in your son's holy and precious name that we pray. Amen. Thanks everybody. Have a great week. See you next week.